Previously on Dice Paper Roll. Guiding their wards to the sanctuary of Grey Mead. Safety at last for the townsfolk in need. Audience granted with Lady Verisal. Thanks to the help of a guardsman named Full. Full. Full? Phil? Phil. Hmm. Nailed it. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. This is episode 10. My name is Emil, and I'm playing Brackei the Goliath Barbarian. I'm Dan, and I am playing Thandor the Human Fighter. I'm Greg, I'm playing Alan, Aaron, Aeon, and Asamar Sorcerer. Uh, my name is Jack, and I'm playing Ariki Song, who is a tiefling bard. And I'm Ben, I'll be DMing this game, and I've also been responsible for playing. Snatch, the halfling rogue. Okay, so uh, you guys, in the last game, entered the city of Greymead, approached the keep to gain audience with Lady Verisal, and you have done so. The guardsman Phil has let you in, and you approach the keep. You walk inside and uh, walk through fairly uh, uh, well... Fuck, what is the word I'm looking for? Appointed? A fairly well appointed uh, interior towards the oh, inside. Good. Yeah, that's oh, quite good. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, this is a very well appointed interior. It's not. There's <laughs> a good quarters. Yeah. Mm. It's it's mm. sparse, nice. it's, but it's not too nice lavish. It's stones. a perfect balance. You've really got the balance right in this room. I really like the Echo. Very good. Echo. It's not very cluttered. Really, it's not. And you're shown in towards a central area uh, of the keep and Phil opens a door for you uh, and says, <laughs> the lady, lady is uh, in here and he bids you enter the room and you enter a, a kind of uh, a room with a, a long table in the middle of it and a fireplace at the end and at the head of this table sits Lady Verisal, she's a, a rather striking half-elf who looks to be, you know, later middle years, 40, 50, you can't quite tell. And she's got shoulder-length, mostly greying hair tied back behind her head with a simple braid that goes around the temples as well. Bracco <clears throat> breaks out into a wide, kind of toothy, stony grin and uh, winks in what he hopes is a friendly <laughs> and charming way. Fantastic. Um, uh, Roll a uh, charisma check. Yeah, cool. Um, Eleven. She sits back in her chair uh, with her sort of hands steepled, a slightly amused look on her face, but a a, a welcoming smile, and she looks at you and just nods her head forward gently as her eyes pass over the party. Um, I I learned that wing from him. (laughs) Ding! A-land, yeah. (laughs) Ariki's song walks over and offers her hand as a gesture of um, handshake. Excellent. You, you <laughs> walk in a gesture of handshake. So in a gesture yeah. of handshake. Well, well, that's yeah. what they call it in these parts, yeah. is it? I hear, I hear you guys like handshakes. 
Here's a gesture of here's one. one. Here's one, what you would call a gesture of a handshake. Here's a gesture of a handshake in the form of an actual, actual handshake. Here's <laughs> a gesture like you just go into the handshake and then, psych! <laughs> just <Whoa>. a gesture! <laughs> so you, you walk up to her and you yeah. approach actually probably the length of the table, which in. Um, I walk on the table. You walk on the table. Yeah. Ariki's song gets up on the table and walks along. And uh, <laughs> uh, Lady Varasol looks up at you, sort of, you can't tell quite what she's f- feeling. And she no. looks at this uh, alabaster skin tiefling in front of her. And she extends her hand rather uh, gingerly and grasps hold of yours and shakes it up and down. Says, And like a driplet of blood from the wolf's head. And lands on our shaking hands. Yeah, and she she stops shaking hands, and her eyes nothing else moves, but her eyes look down at her palm, <laughs> and then look back up at you, and then you think you see the glimmer of a smile in her eyes, but you're not sure. And yeah. She's, well met. Now get the fuck off my table. Oh, as you would. I'm my lady. so sorry, my lady, about my friend Tiefley here. She's a fart traveller and not well versed in uh, in customs for ladies well I can see that I can see that and I'm willing to forgive this transgression just this once but perhaps you'd uh, do well to acquaint yourselves with the ways of these parts what is your name? my name is Ariki's Song I'm a bard a bard? really? a tiefling bard how very interesting and you my glowing friend Ah, my lady, I'd like to make a persuasion check Please to do. get you to be persuaded that I'm a good dude. Rolling a five. A righteous dude. A righteous <laughs> twelve. And how does that righteous twelve play out? Ah, my lady, I am Alan Aaron Aeon, an Asimar sorcerer of Helm. Ah. Good day to you. And I cut a bow. It is Probably a good... not a good bow, like a twelve, an average bow. <laughs> it is a good day indeed. You seem like an average to medium kind of guy. Who, who else are your companions? Uh, I'll step forward and uh, grasping my glaive in one hand, I'll take a knee and say, Good day to you, lady. I am Thandor. I am a acolyte of Tempest. I currently reside at the temple in the city of Greymead. Ah, this city. This city we live in. Yes, this one. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance, Thandor. We have not met before, but your faiths, clergy and soldiers are a welcome addition to this city. Thank you, my lady. They must place great stock in you to leave you in charge, as the rest of them, as I understand, have travelled elsewhere to take care of events. Yes, they are looking after Krill and Edmond. Ah. The feuding cities. The sooner that is settled, the better. And who are you, my... Goliath friend Brackeye and he slowly and respectfully nods his head <laughs> she just looks at you and like a perhaps a faint blush suffuses her cheeks mm. and uh, she she says it's a pleasure to have met such a swarthy and fine looking barbarian as yourself and you little man she looks at Snatch and says my name's Snatch lady thanks thanks for having me yeah Nice city you've got here. Thank you, she says. Uh, wine, everybody. And she clicks her fingers and Phil comes in. 
he's like, oh, got to serve the wine as well, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Comes in with a pitcher of wine and a tray of glasses and puts them on the table. The and animators really, they were cheapening. They were, they were not paying much money for the animation. Oh, they time. really weren't. <laughs> Just one character, yeah. that's all we can really <laughs> afford. Yeah. Fill the part-time guards <laughs> and part-time steward. Yeah, yeah. He buffs the shoe. He, he buffs <laughs> the floor. It's Phil. He fills many roles. Oh! Hey, hey. If ever he leaves, I'll have big shoes to fill. Oh. So, he comes in, he places the uh, glasses down and fills them, uh, and and uh, Lady Verisop says, Please, everyone, take a seat and tell me what you are here to see me for. Well, we bring news, uh, Lady, of, of a, a goblin raiding force that has been abducting children in the outlying towns. Uh, the Tell me where. Regrettably, I must inform you that the town of Lindbra. Lindbra has burnt to the ground. <gasps> Not Lindbra. Yes, tranquil and peaceful Lindbra. Were there any survivors? Not many. Not many. If Not any. Few. Not many. If any. Uh, only a few <laughs> of the townsfolk have survived from Lindbra. We have brought many refugees, many from Tal Dawn. Um, Currently housed in the barracks uh, at the Temple of Tempest good of you to see to their needs. This news distresses me. What What, what were you going to say? Oriki's song? Uh, I, just, Walker. I just think you should maybe meet our friend Snatch who has not previously been mentioned and I think is a little bit shy and I also think you should watch out for your, your goods because anything that's not tied down, you know. You're just trying to make the DM talk to himself. You guys just want to sit here and <laughs> yeah. see me have a conversation. Yeah. We've already had a conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. Meanwhile, yeah, you know, snatch. chucking Snatch under the bus and yeah. saying he's yeah. a thief. Jeez. Yeah. This is my friend, the thief. Yeah. Hi, it's, a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, oh, he's fucking Irish. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Yes, sorry. Uh, sorry. Well, well met, yeah. well met, Lady Verisal. Uh, as Ariki Song says, I am a uh, a rogue. Um, my services are at yours. A really good rogue, though. Like quite good. Thank you. And uh, she she takes a sip of her wine and says, "Well, you certainly look like a uh, a motley crew." And uh, whether whether what she feels about seeing an alabaster skinned tiefling with a half decapitated wolf head on front of her accompanying a celestial ASMR, a human, a halfling and a, a bare-chested you know, very handsome. strong looking handsome Goliath barbarian she shows none of it um, but she says that well if this is true, the presence of goblins is certainly of some concern tell me what happened the goblins raided the town and stole children they did were you able to get these children back? my friend Brackeye here helped us track along with a, a fallen comrade, the goblins, and we followed them to their their lair. Tell me, what did you find in this lair? Did, were you able to rescue the children? Some. Some were taken by devilish creatures through a portal. A portal? Blood, blood magic. Yes. They cut the child's throat and used some sort of magic to... Twice. Unfortunately, it was twice. They cut the child's throat. They always yes. cut the throat twice. What, what did they use this magic to do? From what I understand, they opened a portal. Black hole they all went through. 
from what uh, the lady and gentleman have told me, one of their brethren was transformed in some manner of speaking <gasps> by these uh, hobgoblin. Uh, that was the leader of the goblin human uh, called Bovel. incursion. Breville. 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 Certainly sounds all rather insidious to me. They timed it with the eclipse. Hmm. She thinks for a while and she says, Well, I don't know much about these kinds of rituals. There is one in the city perhaps you could approach. His name is Veldaf Flametide. He's a, uh, a wizard, an arcane user who is reported to be quite well-versed in strange rituals. I would suggest you see him. But while you're here, I wonder if perhaps... What was that name again? Uh, Buttflaps... Beldaf. Homicide. <laughs> Buttflaps Homicide, yes. <laughs> yes, uh, Buttflaps Homicide. You'll find him on the east side. Welcome back to Buttflaps Homicide. <laughs> Starring <laughs> your host. <laughs> Ain't no peace, McGee. It's a 70s drop show. But Flaps Homicide always gets his bad. But Flaps Homicide, the Homicide Cop. Never escape. But Flaps Homicide, PDMD, MC Squared. But Flaps Homicide. Uh, no, that's his cousin. That's his cousin. Beldaf, Flame Tide. Where can we find this Beldaf? Uh, Beldaf. I believe has a residence in the west side of the outer city. Will you provide for the dishomed persons? I beg your pardon, I'm not sure. Will what you, you mean. provide for the villagers who have lost their homes? Well, the if refugees. I, if I understand, is not Tempest doing it? They are housed, but they need to be fed. Tempest can look after, uh, the Temple of Tempest can probably look after them while the rest of our combatants are away. However, in the future, once they return, hopefully safe and sound, we can try and provide for them as best we can. She sips her wine and says, Of course, Greymead looks after all its citizens and uh, their well-being is, of course, of great concern and importance to me. I wonder, though, if perhaps you might do something for me. I, the, the news of these goblins brings me great concern and... You may or may not have heard, but uh, prices have been rising in the city recently, and people Inflation have been... Inflation problem. Mm, mm. You have these as a far traveller. 
I've heard of them. It hurts many economies. I've indeed, and I I would know why um, people have been blaming it on on the greed of some of the outer townsfolk. But uh, I received a missive this week from the folk in Twelve Oaks to the north. They report some strange goings on up there, missing people uh, and the like. I wonder if you would look into it for me. Twelve Oaks is the name of the town? Twelve Oaks is to the north. You'll need to travel through hills for uh, around a day up to the, the Cloud Lake. Do you go through Eleven Oaks? No, no. Uh, the <laughs> towns are not actually named in any kind of thing that would make sense to you. The town before it is called Shadefall. Shadefall. So if you head there and then to Twelve Oaks. People disappearing at Twelve Oaks. All I have is this missive that was sent to me, and I do not have the time to go myself. I these people need protection, helms, mighty protection, and as his instrument, I will protect them. <laughs> Helm is a great and worthy god, not one that has a big following here. But uh, should you provide that protection, perhaps? Perhaps you'll uh, get a foothold in the door here of uh, worship. Well, <laughs> that wasn't me. Start pitching him. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the city of Greymead, where we can provide for you. Our industrial estate has tripled over the last three years. <laughs> you can get a timeshare in the uh, temple right over there. Have you seen the new suburb of Lakeville? <laughs> we're subdividing. There's a lake for every single child. <laughs> So, so, how about it, my fine adventurers? Uh, I could certainly see to making sure that wherever you decide to stay in our wonderful city of Greymead, you have free accommodation. The Phoenix. I'm sorry? We're staying at the Phoenix. Oh, the, the, the Gilded Phoenix? That's right. Okay, well, I will have uh, Phil here take down a message to say that you are to be provided with everything you want. Within reason. Thank you, my lady. You are too kind. I look forward to hearing what you find out, and may the gods smile on you. Very generous, thank you. As on you. Is thank there anything you. else you would like while we're here? Uh, Magic items? No. <laughs> 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 Have you had any word of goblins uh, attacking other cities, uh, towns, as what has happened here? This region has enjoyed peace for almost a decade now. I think Beldarf is who we need to talk to. Rest assured, if, if, if this were happening, I would hope I would know all about it. But the, the place has enjoyed relative peace for the time being, but I am concerned of the news you bring me. And people disappearing to the north, it is, uh, it is a worrisome thing. occurrence. <laughs> In- Pattern. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Some might say coincidentally, so... Yes. Well, we will uh, replenish our stocks and set out immediately. Well, I will anyway. Will you join me, friends? Aye. I reckon I will. Good story to be told. Wherever the battle is, I will be there. Your sword is welcome. It's a glaive. It's a glaive. Spear sword. Spear sword, yeah. Good enough. Glove on the end of a stick, sword. (laughs) Your your glove slap technique is welcome. (laughs) My glove. Thank you. Mm, definitely need to get to the bottom of this. Well, I'm in. Well, what are you looking at me for? Okay. Quite like adventuring of you lot, so uh, let's do it. 
Goldarth, Flame Tide. Let's go and talk to him about this strange ritual under the eclipse. With your leave, my lady. Farewell. I look forward to our next meeting. She raises her wine glass and looks at you all, raises her eyebrow. She's still a little bit uh, confused by Ariki's song and then passes her eyes over the rest of you and... Big grin on Brackeye's face. Lingers on Brackeye for a moment (laughs) and uh, her cheeks flush again as she sips her wine. Brackeye drains the glass and leaves. And uh, as you, you leave, Phil gives you a bit of a... You notice Phil giving you a bit of a dirty look. I give him a wink. Like, like he a little shakes per- a fist. Like a, little, like a little person on the chair. Like a little blow of a little kiss. There you go. Hey, hey, Phil. And uh, you guys you guys leave the keep? He has game. <laughs> oh, he got game. Stars Goliath got game. Goliath stars the Lord Mower. Cut Bill's grass. Is Phil like... Pretty like what's what's his deal? Hey Phil, what's your deal? What kind of check are you rolling? An investigation? <laughs> yeah, an investigation. Uh, well, I spent a life out in the farms, and uh, then I uh, enlisted in the military and found my way to the services of the lovely Lady Verisil and uh, I quite enjoy being one of her guardsmen. I enjoy it a lot. That's my deal. <laughs> Alright. Good, good. I think you're in safe hands. I wink at um, at uh, Vet Lady Verisil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, feels like, alright, alright, alright. Out, out, out now, out now. Uh, and he says, just wait out the front and I'll bring you your appropriate documentation. And you wait outside for a little while and then he comes out with a, a scroll stamped with her uh, seal. And um, it's in yellow wax with three foxes uh, on the front of it. And you guys make your way back down to the Gilded Phoenix where you enter into an inn. It's a two-story inn with a fairly large common room. It's, you know, uh, moderately busy at this time of day. And there is a slim male human behind the bar serving a few people. Well, we, we require lodgings, good innkeeper. We were sent by the lady. Yes, we have this. Oh, yes, everyone's sent by the lady. Sent by the lady, they say. Everyone wants free lodgings. Does anyone ever actually say that? Ah, we well, you do they provide head. a scroll? Yes. Oh, shh. <laughs> fresh new scroll <laughs> fresh new scroll and he goes oh that is a fresh new scroll oh they don't provide that let me have a look at that and he grabs it out of your hands and reads and goes oh well Piers you are sent by the lady you my friends can have uh, five rooms we've got them available so make your way up there and uh, be my guest there'll be dinner in a couple of hours can we have that scroll back as well oh you want you want this back yes Wait. Damn it. And he hands it back over. Thank you. <laughs> oh, good. Good pickup. So a serving boy shows you to your rooms. You each have a, a single, fairly simple room, uh, just with a single bed and a wash basin and a, a closet in it uh, and a, a rack on the back of the door for holding any weapon or cloak. And then you make your way back downstairs. Yeah. Yep. For dinner. Mm-hmm. Have a dinner. Yeah. Have a drink. Yeah. What time of day did I say it was? Yeah. It's in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Rekha wants to ask... Like wash up and stuff. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's cool. early evening. It's kind of dusk at about this stage. Yeah. But yeah. having a siesta. Yeah. You know, just a bit of a clean up. Clean up. Been on the yeah. road for a while. 
need to yeah. rinse my robe. Actually, you do make use of a, a bath. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, so, so, um, you call upon, particularly you, Ariki Song, some serving boys and girls to bring up steaming pails of water into a, yeah. a bathroom and you soak yourself in there for a little while. Everyone else, clean, clean your robe. Well, while everyone does that, um, Brecker goes downstairs and just sits at the bar and has a drink and just kind of susses out who's around. Yeah, great. So as you are spending time there, the common room starts to fill a little bit. There's maybe a half a dozen people, a half-orc, a couple of humans, uh, and a couple of half-elves. What about staff? Staff? Uh, you've you've got the the guy who welcomed you, and yeah, a, few, a couple of serving girls and boys. Okay, I'll make a bit of conversation with him, just nod at him kind of thing. Ah, so tell me, where, where were you from? Goliath, barbarian, barbarian. I assume you're a barbarian. You're rather muscly. You look like you get angry a lot. But uh, here, here, have another drink. Don't, don't get angry at me. Well, I'm just making these assumptions about you. Whew. you Sorry. Talk, you talk you look a lot. like you take roids. <laughs> you talk a lot. What's your name, friend? My name is Begran. Brackeye's mine. Brackeye. Oh, pleasure to meet you. I'm a Goliath. I can see that. Mm. Mm. And. I suppose some might say barbarian. I don't personally like to put a label on it. What, what, was, what is it then that you say you would do? What's required? Good answer. Uh, can I organise some food for you and your party? That's right, there'll be four of us. Five of us. So he goes back into the kitchen and yells out to the cook and, uh, yeah, the, you know, people are starting to file in as the night settles in. How long have you owned this place, Begran? Oh, I've been here for about at least ten years. Ten years. The family business. Name the place, did you? Gilded Phoenix. Oh, it's always been the Gilded Phoenix, but my mum started it. There must be a story around that. Wouldn't mind hearing that. Why are you so interested? I like the names of things. Uh, names are good. Stories are good too. Stories are good too. Hmm. Well, thanks for the chat, thanks for the ale. You're welcome. Goes to dinner. Great. Sits down at the table, waits for the loaves of bread and cheese to be brought out and mugs of ale and uh, some stew. Ariki song you've soaked and you had enough time to come downstairs, clean, fresh alabaster skin. While I was up there I also like scour out any of the juicy bits from the wolf's head. In the bath? <laughs> yeah, in the okay. bath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I got fresh water after I did that as well, so... Okay. It's all right. I so it's not too unhygienic. Yeah, no. No one else was in there, so it doesn't no, matter. No one else was... Yeah, no, we, we will never know. There's no, plenty of other blood and stuff you're washing off from it as well. So yeah, no, but I... It's going to be dirty. I'm going to have a couple of baths. <laughs> like, I'm... Like a three... Yeah. Yeah. You do a three like bathroom. Yeah. 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 You do it like Japanese bathhouse style. Yeah. Like have buckets of cold water in between and yeah. stuff, and then yeah. you know, back in the bath. Might even like go into like a sauna. Mm. This tavern has an amazing <laughs> yeah. bathing yeah. system. It really yeah. does. Yeah, it really does. does. Well, it is yeah. the Gilded Quite convenient. Phoenix. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, not too mm-hmm. bad. I, I hear yeah. it's it's on the it's on like an old volcanic right. vent, and they've got. Um, it's got two chefs' hats. Yeah. Don't you know? yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, adjoining, adjoining days part yeah. too. It's pretty well yeah. ranked on TripAdvisor. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, like I come down, still fresh, still adorning the adorning. Adorned yeah. by. Adorned Adorn- by. Adorn- I, I'm wearing, wearing the wolf's head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm wearing the wolf's head. Okay, great. But it's cleaner now. It is, but yeah. it's still soggy and dripping. It's still soggy and probably <laughs> yeah. smells a bit. Yep. 
Uh, what are you, what are the rest of you doing? Snatch has come down to join you. Brackeye, Thandor. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, after cleaning and uh, rinsing, I'll uh, leave my glaive and that upstairs, and I'll uh, head on down to grab some food and a couple of ales and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yep. Yep. I'll clean my robe and head down for dinner. Excellent. So feeling refreshed, you come down for dinner and you, you sit down there and are actually quite pleased with the fare that is presented to you and you f- uh, feed on all of that and replenish yourselves after um, several days really uh, without the comforts of a city and um, there are dozens of people in the common room around you and you, Ariki's song, are actually getting quite a lot of very strange looks as people come in. You mm. You notice, you know, when the door opens, um, you generally are quite aware of people coming in and falling quiet as they look at the five of you and then go in and find a seat or grab a drink and whisper to each other. Uh, hey, Elan. Uh, Elan, do you get the sense that um, people are talking about you every now and then? Like, uh, like people are talking behind your backs and stuff? Well... As an embodiment of a celestial being on this plane, I do sometimes feel that people are talking about me, but generally I think they're saying nice things. Hey, Snaps leans over and goes, It could be the wolf's head you've got <laughs> dripping down your face. I'm, I just, I'm just so... I might be wrong. That's I might so be totally say, wrong. I think the, the halfling has a point. If I you, think you look good. I mean, I like it, but... You know, people around these parts have got very strange uh, fashion sense. Yeah, fashion, you know, it's so changeable. And look, it's not very often that a tiefling, let alone an ASMR, walk into a bar. I mean, it sounds like the, the starting to great job. Uh, I really think so. Hey, that could be a new <laughs> part of your type five, Brackeye. I don't oh, you're a comedian, are you? No. Oh. He was. It didn't work out so well. Only in oh, Giant, I believe. Paris. Do you speak giant? Uh, Perhaps you could translate his set for us. No, I don't. Sorry. Disappointing. What a shame. (laughs) Um, You do notice Ariki's song that uh, there are no there's there's no entertainment in the inn at present. Well, in that case, well. With all you talking about my hat, I reckon this place needs a bit of a cheer up. And um and I'll go over to the fireplace and strike up a chord. Great. And like but like as I walk over the my drum still beating. Still awkward walking through. Can this bit be like the next bit like a musical big dance number in the tavern? <laughs> <laughs> Choreography, yeah. there's like a whole thing. Yeah. Let that be what this is. Yeah. Let's <laughs> roll the form check first and see how it all goes down. Okay. Roll a 20, you do a Broadway number in the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone People joins in like a Disney it. animation. <laughs> Just start yeah. clicking in your <laughs> hands. Come on. It's gonna be good. Oh! 
26. You walk up with your tail kind of beating on the drum a little bit and you strike a pose up at the fireplace and put one leg up on the table and you sort of doff like a top hat, you doff the wolf's hat yeah. uh, as you grab everyone's attention and bow a little and you flip it up your arm like Michael Jackson back onto your head <laughs> and you start regaling everyone with, uh, with the tail of the last few days and the drums beating yeah. and you bring out your lute and you strike a chord on that and you start singing a song and then the rest of the party like Brackeye <laughs> and Alan and Snap start kind of humming along with you and before you know it the whole common room is kind of just <laughs> singing along with you and banging their mugs on the table and you you want boys you raise the room like you know into this like the barbershop quartet yeah. <laughs> uh, glorious cacophony of sound and harmony yeah uh, there's dancing going on and like even the rats beneath the bar are kind of like hooking their arms and doing the doxy do uh, and Frodo who has previously been like waiting for the ring to fall on his hand gets up and just like has a gym <laughs> yeah. the ring, it's like the moonwalk and, the ring falls onto the ground and one of the rats picks it up and fucks off with it and the Lord of the Rings never yeah, happens yeah um, yeah yeah uh, yeah, the general festivities lift and you guys have a, a great night and uh, the, the innkeeper is happy for your presence. Ah, excellent. Do I, um, do I get money? Yeah, you do. Yeah, hold it in my, in my wolf's hat. Wolf's you hold head it hat. Hat. You I hold it out to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you make, uh, you make 20 gold pieces. Whoa! Wow. Which is... Pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. You yeah. almost cast a bit of a spell on people. Simple tavern goers. Yeah. We never said the arts couldn't like. Pay it's pay more bills. lucrative in Faerun than it is yeah. in real life. That's for sure. Yeah, that's good. It's because yeah. you're not buying lattes and smash You only got bread and water, bro. Like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Some jerked beef. Yeah. <laughs> I could really afford some housing in this area <laughs> for sure. Probably not. It's pretty Oh, we just heard about the inflation. True. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. You're, you're probably lucky that Lady Verisal has uh, organised for free free betting because you do actually hear uh, a few people within the through the course of the night whinging about oh those stingy bloody villages in the outer villages holding on to all their resources and driving the prices up in the city and yeah and you just hear like one uh, yeah you hear one person complaining that. Um, that no one's given birth for five years in a village just out outside, and there must be something wrong with the water. And like you just hear all kinds of weird rumors. I heard that a woman gave birth to a chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that a chicken gave birth to a cow. <laughs> <laughs> this place just ain't right. <laughs> The frogs have six legs. Can someone think of the children, please. <laughs> please. please. Somebody. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that was me. Would somebody, somebody please, <laughs> somebody speak, of the please speak of the children? So you spend the night. Uh, that's the night is sort of you know it's, a, it's actually a pretty good night. Uh, you head to bed. Yeah, we varying rest, degrees of looseness. Is anyone going to get totally shit faced, or no, are you pretty? Uh, I I think uh, as as a fair gesture, um, I give five gold to the bar as like as just a like. I mean, that's nice of you, but to be fair, you probably provided... They, they probably generated so much more income on the bar because of you and that whole thing. <laughs> sure. You're giving them money... All right, I'll only give them three, just because, like... 
Yeah. So you go to give five, but you give three. Uh, Bre- Brecko could be your manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Brecko, you're pretty good with numbers. <laughs> Brecko, good with words, good with numbers. Brecko gets a wax tablet. Out, so. <laughs> uh, the the barkeep. No, no, he is... sketches it all on an apple. <laughs> an actual, just an apple. An apple <laughs> yeah. In the skin. And then eats it. <laughs> or Very a pad, user friendly. Or a pad made of apple skins. <laughs> nice. Great. So you all go to bed and you wake up in the morning, you provide a breakfast, um, you come downstairs, and there's the innkeeper. Ah, my fine adventurers, what are you doing this day? Meeting Beldarf Flame Tide. Beldarf Flame Tide? Yes. Oh, is he that? Is he that? Weirdo that lives in, in the west side of the city, and well, this is a D and D game, so probably the weirdo. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always the weirdo. It's always the weirdo. We don't like to cast dispersions before we met a person, but possibly a weirdo. It's usually not John Smith, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yes, we heard that he was in the western suburbs. Ah. Well, then you. You should probably go there to look for him. Yeah. No, Have you heard anything of this Beldaf other than that he is weird? I no, I I haven't heard too much. I just I just know that he's some kind of wizard or arcane user. Can you? Do you have any information about him that could guide us to him? You could probably, if I were you, like say, do you have a map? No, but I'd probably look around the street of sprites. Somewhere that's probably where you're going to find what a weirdo that? like Beldaf. What's his name? Flame Tide. Flame Tide. It says, "Look, I if uh, I probably could source you a map if you're able to give me a couple of gold pieces." It's fine. We'll find it. Yes, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks around in my pocket. Ah, <laughs> oh, and looks a little bit disappointed. He says, "Well, enjoy your breakfast and good luck finding Beldaf." And he goes off. Don't forget to tell my story. What? Sticks his head back out. About the name. You owe me a story. Oh, you want to know about the how we got our name here? Tell me when we get back. Yeah, I'll think of that for next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's find this street of sprites after breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Sprite Street. So you eat your fill of breakfast and you head out into the, the bright morning, <sighs> fresh winter's day. Sprite Street. Sprite Street. <sighs> Freshing taste of Sprite. Well, Thandor, you have been living here for a while, so you're able to act as the guide, and you guide the party through the streets. Yes, I know the way. And I will take you to the western suburbs. That's my digs. Roll a survival check. Oh, fuck. <laughs> survival. The oh! city. Yeah, I know this place. Welcome out to the That's a 23. Yeah, Thandor leads you straight to the street of sprites. Let's find this... Hmm. Beldarf. I look around for someone likely to ask. Yeah, you see a uh, balding, fat commoner pushing a cart with what looked to potentially be meat pies on it, just pushing it down oh, the road. Pies. You! Pies! pies. Do you want your pies? I got pies! You look Pies! Like <laughs> <laughs> and he pushes the, pushes the cart straight into you. Goes, <laughs> Doom. Pies! Pies! <laughs> and his eyes are kind of wide. I'd like to just high-five him in the face. Okay. Yeah. Not, not hard, just yeah. a little... Just gentle high-five in the face. High-five in the face. Pies! Pies! Gentle high-five. A gentle high-five to the face, and it breaks him out of his fucking pie fervor. He's... Oh! Oh! Hello, traveller. All right. Good day there, fat man. I'm looking for Beldarf Flame Tide. Do you know him? Oh, three houses down to the left. 
guys! <laughs> then he rolls off into the distance. It's like an alarm clock. You just need to <laughs> I go to the house, three houses on the left. Have yeah. a look at it. Yeah. So you guys walk down uh, three houses on the left and there is a, a residence uh, with this neglected, shitty kind of front yard with like old, decrepit vines with no greenery on them and like a tangle of weeds and stuff all at the front and there's a narrow kind of path leading about 20 feet back through that front yard. Uh, it doesn't look like many people go through there. This looks like the place, Brackeye. Must, must be it. Let's go. So you guys make your way down the narrow pathway and you approach uh, a heavy oak door with a bronze knocker on it. And <laughs> Good old D&D. We're children. Knocker. <laughs> when knocker gets a laugh. <laughs> yes, let's all knock the knocker. Yeah. Uh, it's shaped like a manticore. That's Less funny. <laughs> okay, it's shaped what's like man- some knockers. Uh-huh. Hey. What's, a, what's a manticore? Subtle creature. <laughs> we fought them lots. <laughs> Lion with a squeeze. No, you walk up to the door oh, and the yeah, knockers so. are shaped like breasts. That's exactly <laughs> what they are. Uh, made of bronze. Uh, the, the I've seen these before. I believe you tweak the nipple to ring the bell. And as you do, you're ding dong. <laughs> and nothing happens. You stand there for a moment. You stand in front of like a two-story kind of big, heavy stones make up the front of this place. There's a couple of windows in the front that seem to be obscured by heavy drapes. Break our hammers hard on the door. And you wait and nothing happens. Everyone roll a perception check for me. Fourteen. Twenty-one. Seven. Can I use my person? Uh, it's a six. Uh, Brackeye, you are the... Everyone else is sort of standing around. Oh, look at the nipples on the knockers. Uh. Just ringing the doorbell constantly. Ding, ding, ding. We are men of the church. We haven't really been <laughs> too much. I believe it looks like this. Yeah, I think this is how it works. Oh, yeah. Brackeye, you I read a book about it once. <laughs> Brackeye, you walk along the side a little bit and you hear sounds of distress coming from around the side of the house. You kind of Oi, you not round here! And you walk off to the right uh, and you can see a uh, around the side of the house kind of a six-foot wall and you can hear metallic clanging sounds and these strange thuds and you hear whimpering and and fast-paced breath and the uh, sounds of a creature in distress. Oh, right, distress. What is it, Brackeye? Not this dress, distress. Uh, distress. They're scared. They're worried. <laughs> so I see a creature in distress. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll rush around after Brackeye. Yeah, you'll follow suit. Yes, yeah, you all hear the same thing, uh, yeah. but there's a six-foot wall in front of you. You can hear the sounds coming over that wall. Um, I, I, will, I, climb I, I run... Run and like attempt to walk vertically up, yep. and then onto okay. the top. I was, yeah, I was gonna uh, run to the wall and then like Ooh. back up against it and try and like help vault. Okay, people over. Yep. Yeah, you can help me. Okay. Yeah. I'll just climb. so everybody roll either a acrobatics or a uh, strength acrobatics or what's the other one? Athletics. Athletics. I did. I got twenty. Twenty for uh, non natural. Uh, eight. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go acrobatics with, with an assist with the, the foot up. Yeah. Uh, oh, 20. I got 16, 16 on my athletics to help people up. So, Ariki's song, you kind of uh, leap up and 
walk and moonwalk up. up. Yeah, you sort of sort of moonwalk up and grab the top of it. Yeah. Fandor, you run in, brace your back against it, and help uh, Alan up. Brackeye, you walk run in and kind of just boom, straight into the front of the wall, and you go, oh, there's a wall there, <laughs> and uh, you jump up and quickly hoist yourself over, snatch scampers up behind you, and you all make yourself make your way over the lawn, uh, the wall. And before you is quite a bizarre scene. You stand in a well-manicured garden, which is rectangular in shape. It's about 30 feet at the end you've just come over, and then about 50 feet long. Um, there's a water fountain about 10 feet away from you, but beyond that is the source of the commotion where you will see a small, scaly-skinned kobold who is desperately fighting for his life against these four silvered weapons that are hovering in the air. There's a longsword and a mace and a great axe and a dagger that are hovering in the air and just uh, kind of stabbing in towards him. And there's uh, also a rug floating in the air that's batting at him with the tassels on the end and trying to wrap around him. And yeah, this kobold is just screaming and ducking around and... Uh, uh, so some sort of weird scene outtakes from Aladdin. It really <laughs> is. Uh, roll initiative. Oh, Twenty. Really? It's my first one. Natural, Natural twenty. 20. The whole game. Oh, fuck. So twenty-two. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Ten. Hi. Four. Oh, Alan. That's. I shit. mean. That's not too bad. You know? Wow, there's stuff like flying around. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I wonder what the arcane properties of that is. Mm. Yeah, that's quite an I interesting spell. I wonder how he did that. I, mm, yeah. Yeah. I think I could do that. <laughs> the tassels is a bit much. If I, but if I yeah. saw this and I rolled that, and I do that in person. Oh man, I am rolling some shit. Uh, okay, so is the rest of us. Yeah, you guys all land on the other forward. side and you see this bizarre scene in front of you and Ariki's song, you are the first person to react. What do you want to do? So just to be clear, there's a guy in the middle who's being attacked by a carpet, a knife and some other stuff. Yeah, about uh, 30 feet away from you. So in the front... Cold. In front of you guys. What's a kobold? A kobold is a small dra- man. Yeah, like a small humanoid of draconic heritage. Oh, They've okay. got a dog he's got a dog like head with small horns and these red glowing eyes, but he's got a rat like tail. Oh. And he's just dressed in kind of this simple robe and uh, he's he's running around completely unarmed uh, as these animated weapons just slash and uh, oh, thrust okay. at him. So he is in front of you guys. There's a water fountain in between and yeah, the garden is rectangular in shape. Okay, well, it, I guess, like, my... Can I do a perception check to see if I think he's the good guy? He's, like, the someone worth helping. It's not a black and white world out there, yeah. Jack. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Insight. 15... Uh, oh, yeah, insight, probably. Uh, plus two, so 17. Yeah, cool. You, you, look, you have no idea whether he's good or bad, but you can certainly tell that that kobold is terrified for his life and genuinely wants help. Okay. Um, Well, um, then I start playing my, um, my drum. Yep. (laughs) Um, and I'll inspire him. Great. Um, I'll give him a a dice. All right. 
So you start beating your drum to inspire this poor, yeah. frightened kobold, uh, and you you sort of see him glance over at you all in surprise. And, <gasps> and, kobold, kobold, and, uh, you should live till you're very old. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at you, hopefully. And uh, yeah, he. Um, um, oh, sorry. It, or he, his shoulders sort of square back, and he takes a breath, and he sort of looks a little bit hopeful as you do that. Cool. Um, That's a bonus action for a bard, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. do you so, want to do anything else? Um, I don't know how to attack a carpet. Roll in a day. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Rush it, move in. Rush and, in, uh, and I want to attack the carpet. So he's completely surrounded. There's pretty much a weapon on each side of him, oh, and okay. the carpet is is circling around as well. Yeah. I'll I'll run in. I run in and uh, jump from the fountain. From, from the fountain. Yeah. At the carpet and hopefully to land on it. Okay. Yeah. Roll an athletics check for me. 13 plus 4, so... Yeah, great. You leap up onto the edge of the fountain and you jump off um, without any trouble. Strum, use my rapier to strum the the lute as I go. So yeah, you might break check. the strings. Oh, uh, I don't want to break the strings. <laughs> you know. you, the attack or the perform <laughs> is your action, so you choose. The attack. The attack? Yeah. Roll the attack. 15, 15 plus to hit. 4. Yeah, man. What are you attacking? Uh, the carpet. Yeah, great. As the carpet wheels around in a circle behind and you lurch off the, the edge of the fountain, you stab the rapier straight through the centre of it. Roll damage. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's going to need darning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, five. Not good. Um, but uh, can I do an athletics check to see if I stay on the, the carpet? You're trying to jump on the carpet? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you leap off the edge of the fountain and as you stab down with your rapier, it stabs straight through the carpet and you land on top of it and somehow, impossibly so, uh, it rears up and tries to fly off but you grab on to one edge of it and you are riding this animated carpet <laughs> through the air. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's the only way that was happening. With the <laughs> <laughs> Had to do it. Had to do it. Nice. Nice. Dice. Yeah. Thank you, Dice. Oh, Brack yeah. eye. Alright. Um, I'm going to have a... I'm going to roll um, to look around the the whole garden to see if I can see if there's anything that's causing these to animate or whether it's just these in the in the area. Ah, uh, great. Roll a perception check. Not good. You have no fucking idea okay. what it was that might have done it. Great. What different weapons were there? So there was a longsword, there was a mace, there was a dagger, and there was... Longsword, a mace. Ah, so there's a longsword, a great axe, a dagger, and a mace. Okay. And a carpet. Okay, I'm going to rush in and I'm going to try and reef one of these weapons, whichever one's closest, maybe the mace, if it were, out of the air. Yep. And attempt to smash it onto the ground. Okay, great. Uh, roll. Fuck, what would that be? A grapple? Roll a grapple. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> yeah, how does it work? Strength? Just a. Opposed strength? Athlete, just, yeah, opposed no athletics checks. Athletics, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrestling. That is 17 for me. Wrestling. 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 It's not the Olympics, it's Wrestling. You, yeah, you run forward and you grab the mace out of the air and you feel this, um, just the tug and pull of this energy that you can't see where it's directed from and 
it, you feel it pulling against you, but you just clench your muscles and use both hands and rip it out of the air and you have it grappled. Okay, I'm gonna try and smash it into one of the other weapons. Okay, roll an attack. What's that <laughs> weapon? Uh, just use your proficiency bonus. Okay, just the proficiency bonus. Uh, the maybe or... just do it with dis- disadvantage. Do I get to add my strength to my proficiency bonus or not? Sure. <laughs> but it's disadvantage. Oh, it's disadvantage yeah, that's lower. fine. I still get um, uh, plus three, uh, five, so uh, eighteen. Yeah, man, wow. you smash the longsword. Uh, roll damage. Great. That would be seven. Seven hit points? Yeah, great. So you pulled the, wrestled the mace out of the air and it's gone and smashed the longsword into the ground and it clatters into the ground, uh, but it hops back up into the air and and continues to bob up and down. Nice move, though. No, no, that's Thandor. Fine. All right. Uh, so Thandor, I'm going to uh, rush in and try and scoop up the kobold and try and protect him okay uh so try and like yeah i I don't know what it would be but like uh move him protect him and then i'm gonna uh command brackeye to keep on attacking excellent so just uh run in roll a dexterity check dex check yeah good 12, that's not too bad. Uh, uh, plus my dex, so 14. Yeah, okay. You run in and you manage to grab this little kobold, not quite under the arms, but you grab enough of his tunic that you're able to pull him out of the way of these weapons for the time being. And as you do that, you look around and you, uh, in the name of Tempest, are able to yell out to your Goliath companion, strike mm. while the iron is hot. Uh, does it, he gets another attack. Uh, yeah, so uh, you get another attack, and if you hit, add a d6 to your um, attack roll. Okay, you do. Nice. Yeah. Great, so, so you're still attacking with the animated mace at a disadvantage. Yeah. Tempest is with you! Is he, though? Eight. Eight. Uh, you, you are inspired by your companion who fills you with the courage to suddenly take another attack, but the mace you're holding is kind of darting around in your hands and you find it hard to control and so you try to attack the longsword that's on the ground um, but the longsword also happens to sort of flick out of the way Mm. and the mace fights against you so you don't quite hit uh, or you don't actually even hit the ground the mace seems to pull back up but they're magnetically opposed yeah yeah there's something weird about that Uh, and a nice one Mm. takes a while for Tempest to kick in but it's okay (laughs) He's a coming. Uh, Tempest, it hits you where it hurts. <laughs> uh, Brackeye, roll an opposed uh, strength check for me for that grapple. Uh, nine. Do you, do you get an advantage on strength at all? You're not raging, raging, are you? Raging, raging, no, raging, okay. Yeah. I got nine as well. Roll again. Roll again. Roll. Roll again. <laughs> 19. Plus three. Yeah, okay. I got 15 this time. So the mace in your hand, is you can feel it trying to like come actually towards you and hit you, and it takes a swing, and you dodge your head out of the way. Uh, the longsword leaps up. Ooh, that's a fucking 20. Um, so that is a critical, my friend. And it slices you right below the knee, and you take... 11 points of damage, Brackeye, as this longsword 
My enchanted shin. shin how, how did you know that was the source of my, my power? power. <laughs> the only Simpsons quote I know. <laughs> I don't even know that quote. Yeah, it's the, probably the only quote out of anything I know. Anyway, what are we doing? Uh, the great axe swings at you, Thandor. What's your armor class? Uh, fifteen. Yeah, a roll of five. Uh, this great axe swipes through the air above uh, yours and the kobold's head, and the quickly duck underneath. Uh, the dagger comes flying in at you as well, Brackeye but you're able to just punch it out of the air and it sort of skips through the air and skids a few feet. Uh, The rug, however, with you standing on top of it, Ariki, tries to smother you in its grip and you need to roll a grapple check, please. Strength, acrobatics or athletics. Whichever one's high, it's all good. Oh, acrobatics or athletics? Yeah. Acrobatics, high, so... 14. Just. The carpet tries to wrap around you. uh, And as it starts to wrap around you, it's quite a large carpet, you are able to flip out of it and you land on the ground as it tries to smother you inside it. His Persian rug gives you very good press. (laughs) Is this guy? He's big. Why am I a Russian salesman of Persian rugs? (laughs) Uh, As as you notice that, as you uh, land on the ground, Snatch kind of runs up and uh, vaults up your back and kind of runs and comes down with his short sword. Can I pull my sword out and he runs up my sword? Yeah, he runs up your sword and he uh, jumps off and then with his short sword in both hands, strikes down and cuts a gash in the side of the carpet. Um, Alan, is the carpet still alive? The carpet is... Very much still animated. All right, so I want to hit the carpet and two of the other flying objects. Mm-hmm. I'll move forward towards the combat, but uh, to the right, so I've got a clear view of yep. the enemies. Yep, without getting allies in the way. Yep. yep. And I will summon Helm's fiery judgment with scorching ray, so I can fire three rays. Ooh, nice. At uh, gold carpet. Twelve. Oh! And 17. You said the gold was the carpet, which yeah, is the yeah, 20? Yeah. Nice. And 21. So 17, 21, and uh, critical? Yeah, they all hit. Okay. So uh, against the objects, I do 8 points of damage mm-hmm. and 5 points of damage against the battle axe and the dagger the, yep. they're still free aren't they yep they are and um, and then against the carpet so double double absolutely seven oh <laughs> twelve nineteen and it's vulnerable to fire yeah so you step forward and you draw upon the sorceress energy within you and you shoot out three scorching rays towards uh, the two animated weapons but your primary focus is against the rug that Ariki's song was just writing, and it bursts into flame as you smash it straight in the middle, and it <laughs> keeps flying through the air, but smashes into the ground and kind of skids into a wall and just bursts into flame and crumbles into ashes. Uh, and the other two weapons... Ashes to ashes, rug yeah. to rug. <laughs> to rug. Thread to thread. Thread to thread. The, the other two weapons that you hit as well get smouldered pretty badly. Uh, do you want to do anything else? Oh, go on then. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Okay. 
All right, the kobold uh, scrambles out of your arms, Thandor, uh, and he hides behind you. Yeah, Ariki's song. It's your turn. Uh, so the carpet has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are now three weapons hovering and bobbing in the air. Uh, okay. And uh, Brackeye has hold of the mace. Um, okay, well... Is that so one, is there three or is there a fourth? That's, that's that the fourth, the and the other three are floating yeah. freely in the air. So I think I'm getting a bit sick of things, so I start beating my drum like, mm-hmm. really quite hard. And um, I'm going to create a thunderous wave with the last one and attempt to blow the weapons from the sky. Awesome. What do um, they have to roll? So I roll save? You have to do a constitution saving throw. Of 13? Uh, uh, yeah, my spell DC, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing it as a second level. Okay. So I get an extra... Uh, it's 3d8. And what happens if they pass? Uh, half. Take half. Okay. Great. Roll damage. Is this the spell that knocks them back? If they yeah, 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 yeah. Well? So okay. they they get thrown uh, ten feet away from you, and anything else in the area gets. Who, yeah, who, whoever's within a fifteen foot cube centered on Ariki. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, each creature. Sorry, sorry, guys. It's alright. Go ahead. Do it. You guys probably need a roll as well. Brack, I will. I think Thandor, you're okay. It's all right. I rolled a sick old twenty. Oh, oh good. You are the thing. It's gonna be a twenty. Twenty. Uh, there we go. Uh, that was a three. Eleven and five is sixteen. Shit. <laughs> uh, sixteen points. Yeah. Yeah. So you only take. No, no, no. You uh, two. Only one of them failed, but it was the longsword, which had already been damaged. So you step forward and uh, furiously kind of beat your drum, and on the yeah. last beat, send out a thunder wave that encompasses Brackeye as well. Mm. Uh, and Snatch manages to do a back roll out of the way, just in time, going, "Woo! Fucking watch it!" Um, <laughs> sounding a little bit like you. Uh, and uh, all of the weapons get thrown 10 feet back and just fall to the ground, lifeless. They're not destroyed, but suddenly the light just winks out of them as they fall to the ground. Cool. And uh, uh, the cobble kind of scrambles half to... half damage. So oh, yes. Brackeye, you yeah. take eight points. Now, what kind of damage is that? You thunder. You're not raging, are you? So there's no resistance. Thunder damage. Okay. So you Sorry. do take eight points of thunder damage and one of your ears starts to bleed a little bit, but suddenly the mace in your hand becomes lifeless and you just uh, drop it. Does it feel like an all right kind of mace? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's tuck a it, silvered kind of weapon. Tuck it in the old belt. Oh, tuck it into the belt. Um, there's also the dagger and the longsword and great axe as well. I'm going to look at the great axe just in case. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. Silvery. Could I strap that to myself as well or not? Sure. Then I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) Does anyone else want to grab anything? Uh, I'm good. I was going to talk to the kobold and. Yeah. He kind of. Are you okay? He sort of brushes himself off and. and What was that? Backs away from you all and looks at you and his red eyes are blinking nervously. We won't hurt you, kobold, unless you do something. Stupid. Clark's already stupid. I accidentally spilled potion, master's potion on the weapons and, and they came to life. Whew, lucky you were here. So it's some sort of fantasia scenario. Something it? like that, yeah. Right. Fucking Disney. Clark's, <laughs> uh, we seek, uh, we seek a, a, a wizard 
of great power. That's right. We're looking for uh, Beldaf. Fine time. Master Beldaf. Master Beldaf is not here. Where is he? Master Beldaf. Well, he does not tell Crux where he clucks. Clucks. What's my name? Clucks. He does not tell Clucks where he goes. When did he leave? A few days ago. To where? He often goes on trips to to find material components for all his zany things that he does. Does he have a library, Clucks? He does, but I can't let you in there. Oh. Why Even though we to... saved your life, Clux. And we're that. friends. I don't know you. What, what? I didn't even know your names. We're friends. We just saved your life. I am Thandor. I was the one that was holding you, cradling you, protecting you. Was that you that reached around and touched me inappropriately? I like that. <laughs> he winks at you. Pressed you to my bosom. <laughs> Thandor just kind of Ooh, shuts wait. down well, a little bit and just kind of goes, oh, God, I don't, right. I don't know. <laughs> Well, okay, the, the church is already in enough trouble. This is you I really don't need this right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I'm going to engage the Cosby defence. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently uh, deadlock, that works. you get off. Uh, yeah. Oh, you get off. Oh, you get off. <laughs> Very topical uh, episode. Uh, what, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want with with Master Beldaf's library? Uh, we seek to learn about a ritual, and we hear Beldaf is. The local expert on rituals. You would have to seek Master Beldaf himself. But why didn't we come to his house? Well, he's not here, so you'll have to come back another time. Watch it. And I'm going to just, like, poke him in the forehead. Just hard poke. Yeah, for roll a, uh, uh, an attack. Mm, yeah, I'm not trying to hurt him. What's well, a dex check? Yeah. Okay, dex. Dex or attack. Yeah, not good. Three. You rolled a two. Yeah. No, sorry, eight. Eight. <laughs> Yeah, you poke him straight in the forehead and he kind of falls down onto his onto his butt and hands behind him and he just looks up at you. Please, please don't hurt Clux. Please, uh, I, please. Um, uh, Thandor puts an arm in, in front of Brackeye just kind of trying to calm him down and just sort of goes down onto one knee and just kind of tries to get down on his level and try and speak <laughs> to him. Um, and uh, you be right. <laughs> you touched him inappropriately, trying to connect with him emotionally. Yeah, tell him that it was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it goes. This is how it goes. Have a sip of wine. Fandor's not wearing uh, a, a weird kind of sweater by anything. No, no, no. You're going to slip a sleep. Some big red glasses. Get back to um, And uh, he uh, asks uh, when. When can we expect Baldaf to be back? If Clux knew, he would tell you. Master Baldaf sometimes goes for weeks at a time. I can leave. You can leave a message if you like. Does he have any family or maybe people he works with? Master Baldaf doesn't tell Clux these things. Do you know where? Have we seen anyone here other than you? Obviously not. No. Do you know which direction he went, Clux? He did not tell me, he just said he would be gone for a little while. Fine. Okay. I think. Not, not giving us much there, Clux, but we'll, uh, we'll... Thanks for your, your... We're glad we could save you. The Phoenix does you. as the Phoenix wills. It's almost as if there's a link to something that was mentioned earlier. Mm. The Phoenix? It's like a gilded trail before us. Mm. I think, um... Brackeye kind of Some growling, he just goes, 
for about for a really long time. <laughs> Several minutes. Actually, like everybody leaves is dark. It's <laughs> like a couple of days go by. This brackeye still just a good time lapse of him yeah, sitting in like the same it. position. Right. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry I can't be of any more help. Uh, but please, if you leave me your message in the inn that you're staying in, if he comes back, I can tell you. We're, We're staying at the Phoenix. In the the Gilded Phoenix? Yes. Fine establishment. He can contact us there. Will your master mind if we take these weapons? Probably, but to be honest, I don't want them anywhere near me, so please, please take them, get them out of my sight. Uh, and, and, and he runs inside quickly and comes back out. For your trouble, here, take these. And he uh, gives you two potions uh, that glow red and also two scrolls. The potions are potions of healing. You're able to tell quite easily by looking at them. And Alan and Ariki's song, just by looking at, glancing at the scrolls quickly, you're able to tell they're written in Draconic. One is a scroll of sleep and one is a scroll of disguise self. Oh, I only speak in panel, uh, well, uh, No, but you cast fair, magic. So uh, you could probably read uh, it. Okay. If Roll they get the scrolls, okay. we get the uh, we get the potion. Eight Just plus Potion of those in need. Potion, potion, That's scroll, good. scroll. Yeah. That seems fair. Just plus enjoy. one. Yeah. And fuck that little gun snatch. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't get shit. <laughs> Kick dirt at him. Hey, what? <laughs> Me? Just huh? spin his face. <laughs> what's the, what's right, snatch is there for your abuse. Nothing. Nothing, nothing for you. <laughs> nothing for you, half man. Man child. Grab his jump and jump and punch him at the time. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Shake Stop him like a British yourself. nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Prog snatch. He's here, but he's not here. <laughs> Shake him like a British daddy. <laughs> um, what does the scroll do? It's a spell. Ah, so there's one of the sleep spell and one of the disguise self spell. Ah. You guys can do what you will with those. Ah. Um, Time to go back to the Gilded Phoenix. Yes, we should head back to to the Gilded Phoenix and await the call of Beldaf, I guess. Or gather our supplies and head off to investigate and meet Beldath on the way back. It seems strange, the link between Phoenix and this fire-tide, flame-tide gentleman. I say we give it one day. One day, see if they're here. See if he arrives. If not, we go. Very good. We investigate, uh, was it to the north that the other villages? It was that way, and Brackeye points in the exact correct direction. You actually do. And uh, with that, you all bid Clark's farewell and head back to the inn. Thank you for rescuing me! Come back any time! Cool. Sometimes. Good day, Clucks. Thanks for the scrolls. You're welcome, don't tell Bill that! He kicked my ass! And that is where we will end this episode, my friends. Very good. That was episode number 10 of Dice Paper Roll. We'll be back again next week for another edition. Find out what happens in the next episode. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people why they should review us, Danny. Oh, well, if you like... <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> well, if you like... <laughs> if you like our podcast and you, you enjoy listening to us have a laugh and shoot the shit and kill some things... 
you should share it with your friends and your family and everyone because, you know, it's fun. D&D is fucking awesome. And you should help us uh, play more and get it out there and, you know, do the thing that we love. I even let my grandma listen to it. What'd she think? I don't know, she's dead. <laughs> That's real weird, John. <laughs> That's real weird. Uh, www.patreon.com slash, uh, forward slash dice paper roll. Yeah, yeah. That well, one. Hit up the website. And don't forget to like and share the episodes if you're loving it. Yeah, do that. Like, share and like. Yeah, fucking yeah. show your mum. 